This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Simon Dunphy. Now, the Irish rugby team is really something we're very, very proud of. The whole country engaged during the World Cup when unfortunately we failed to beat the All Blacks by just one point and came home disappointed after losing in the quarterfinal. We're back to Six Nations business now. We beat France by a record score in the first game of the Six Nations and we hosted Italy on Saturday and we got the job done 36-0 and it's a pleasure now to welcome to the stand, Matt Williams. Matt is from the Southern Hemisphere. He's played and done everything in his own country. He was also involved in Ireland and in France as a coach. He coached Leinster and Ulster in the Heineken Cup. He was defensive coach for Ireland in 2001 and head coach of the Scottish national team. And it's very important to say he's an Irish Times columnist. Columns are always well-written, appealing, and he's part of the excellent Virgin Media rugby team that so many people are commenting on for its intelligent analysis. Rob Carney and Shane Horgan are also on that team, and John Malloy is the anchor, and he is really something special. Very different from probably the most famous Irish anchor, Bill O'Hurley, but equally enlightening. Matt, thank you very much for joining us. 36 nil is a rare scoreline for the nil part of it, but... I heard a quote from our coach that at times we were a bit clunky, so he wasn't overwhelmingly happy, but obviously he will be pleased. And the standards he's setting are high, and that's the way it should be. Pleasure as always, Eamon. Yes, um, Andy Farrell, the national coach, deserves huge credit. Uh, he, he does have very high standards and and. You can see that rubs off on the rest of the team uh, because we, when we're talking about this game, uh, a 36-0, a good victory, bonus points win that puts them top of the table and puts them at plus 58 in the differential. That is where you subtract the points scored against you from the points you score 
and that puts them, uh, I, I just haven't got it in, fr- in front of me, I think it's 51 points in front yeah. of their rivals in the differential. So on the why that is so important on the last day, if they happen to be on the same points, if Ireland happened to lose a game, no one's going to get near them. So, yes. so that, that is phenomenal. But it, it is why that is so essential was out of that side, not participating in any way, were six lines, Tygberg, Peter Armani, Connor Murray, Kean Healy, Bundiaki and Tyg Furlong, six of Ireland's greatest players were rested. And so that gave an opportunity to a lot of, um, and I wouldn't say fringe players, but players who've been in the squad, who've been dedicated through the World Cup, who didn't get a lot of time in the World Cup, pretty much none, some of them. And so this was a reward and, and an opportunity. But at times in the second half when a number of these players did come on, as is quite understandable, they lost a little bit of shape, a little bit of cohesion. It wasn't as slick as it was in the first half. And there were at times in the first half, it was it was a very, very slick machine. And again, why does Farrell deserve credit for that? Because I'm in the system of attack that he and his attack coach, Mike Cat have put in place. Um, w- yeah. Without Sexton, remember the great Sexton has just retired, just carried on. They put in young Crowley to run it, to, to be the main man in Sexton's position. And the system is so well coached across the team that it it was as close to seamless as you could get. And two of the first half tries were quite magnificent tries, really right up there, potential try of the year stuff. Play, lots of players in motion, lots of decoys, people knowing their roles, Fast ball movement, accurate passing, beautiful skills, and executed with absolute precision. And that that was the wonderful part. And then in the second half, it certainly didn't live up to that. Uh, and and again, I would I would probably suggest in reality yeah. that's quite understandable with the changes that were made. But still, then the, the other part they'd be very happy with is the zero. That, that means their defensive system was very good. I'll give you one stat. It's the only stat I'm going to give you today, but it does tell you the dominance of the attack of the territory is uh, Italy had to make 209 tackles and Ireland only had to make 95. So that just tells you the dominance of possession that they had and, and that they just took Italy completely out of the game. Now, the two young players who caught the eye, particularly in France, in Marseille, were Crowley and McCarthy. I gather Crowley lived up to his billing, very much so, and he's the person who has had to step into Johnny Sexton's giant boots. And McCarthy, of course, is somebody everybody believes has a great future and not a bad present. Yeah, uh, uh, McCarthy, if we start with him, had, a, again, a very, very solid game, uh, almost zero errors, made himself incredibly abrasive around the field, carried the ball very well, tackled very well, was powerful in the line out as a jumper and a supporter, um, uh, a huge body in the scrum with the weight behind uh, tight head at Finley Beale and had a very, very good game again, was given the full 80 minutes. James Ryan was taken off, uh, I think about the 58-minute mark, and uh, Ian Henderson came on. So again, they're giving McCarthy the, the senior role in that uh, trio of second rowers, and I think he will stay in that position now. Uh, he, he will get better as he moves along in this championship and gets even more 
um, not just experience, Eamon, but you know yourself, yeah. self-belief. The longer you're in that role, the more comfortable you feel, the more you believe in yourself, the better your performance. Crowley was very similar. His ball-in-hand game, his running game was first class, absolutely first class, um, flawless running with the ball in hand, organisational, even a step up from his performance in Marseille in my books. He did really, really well. Unfortunately, his kicking off the tee, his kicking at goal, deserted him. He did get charged down again in general play. He went to kick and, and got charged down. So, again, he is not the finished article. He is not perfect. He does have to work at the choices of when he kicks in general play, and he has to be more consistent off the tee. But, again, that was a – and we know he can do that. So, last week in Marseille, he kicked six, uh, uh, six from seven, I think it was. He missed one and, and kicked quite superbly. And and this week he did not. His percentages were right down. He kicked quite poorly from from the left hand side of the field. It has to be said. He seems to prefer kicking from uh, sorry from the right hand side of the field. He seems to prefer kicking from the left. Now you can't have that. You've got to be equally good on both sides at international rugby. You've got to have a kicker that's kicking eighty five percent. So he does have things to work on, but they will stick with him and give him the benefit of the doubt as they move forward. In my opinion, young uh, Harry Byrne came on. And uh, Harry Byrne and his brother Ross, uh, who was in the World Cup squad, are very high percentage kickers. Ross, in particular, is a is an eighty five, eighty six percent kicker. So th- you you have to be kicking that percentage to remain in international rugby. Right. So Jack's got a challenge there to to get that up, or they will give these other guys an opportunity because you do need, when they're playing South Africa in a a test series in the summer. You can't go to the high belt in Africa and not be kicking at 85% and expect to win. Yes, of course. As a right-footed player myself, I understand it's a touch easier from the left-hand side. There's no doubt about that. Now, on Friday, Matt, you wrote a scathing piece about the Italian association, really, and how they scrapped what was a very fruitful and productive system led by two Irishmen, the kind of system that is producing for us generation after generation now of outstanding young players. The Italians had it. It was beginning to show. Results were improving to validate the system. They scrapped it. There's no way you can help some dummies in Blazers. <laughs> and mm. it seems to cross sports, doesn't it? Boy, and, and, and what, look, the... the, the... Not in rugby, notably. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're every, no, they're everywhere, mate. Don't worry about that. There's this particularly in Australia. You've got you've got they made some horrific decisions in rugby in Australia. But what happened is what uh, is actually you know full disclosure. A friend of mine, Stephen Abu, worked for the Irish Rugby Union for many many years, and Stephen was taken over there by Conor O'Shea, uh, obviously a very famous Irish player, who was appointed coach in, in 2016. And Stephen was told to set up the academies, and he set up this phenomenal system where the players actually lived in, like at a university from at, at under 17 and under eight, as soon as they got out of school from under 18. And then they were culled again at under after the under 18 championship and they lived in for another 18 months until the under 20s. And the Italians have performed exceptionally well at both the World Championships and the Six Nations at the under 20s. They beat in Scotland. They pushed Ireland the other night um, right to the limit. 
And what's happened is a new president came in about uh, 15 months ago, voted in pretty much by the clubs. Now, this would be like the equivalent of the AIL clubs like like Young Munster and, and, and uh, BlackRock and so on. And they felt in, in an absolutely ignorant way that these academies were affecting their clubs. Now, let's just... Let's just break that down. They brought in, uh, uh, let's say, 50 players. Only a few of those 50 that are brought in at under 18 will yeah. eventually become professional players. But for two years, they're given training in diet, in education, in skill, and they also have to have life education. They've got to go to university or go and get a trade or, or they, have to, they have to come out with some form of qualification. Now, all those guys will go back and play club. So they're really just getting players brilliantly educated who will lift the standard of their own club system if they could look longer than 36 months. And these people couldn't. They just said, oh, in the short term, we're missing players. Instead of saying, well, we know in 10 years' time, this is going to be a great production line. It's going to be fantastic for us all. Let's stick with it. And they have purposely gone out and and begun to dismantle. It's not totally dismantled, but they've begun to dismantle it and change it. Kieran Crowley was the coach who came in after Stephen, uh, after Conor O'Shea, and and absolutely loved what was happening. He, he he was a Kiwi, thought it was fantastic, supported it. And when the Federation said they were dismantling it, he publicly spoke out against it and said, "This is like the rest of us said, quite quite self defeating, and and a, a type of madness in sport." And um, of course, he fell foul of the president and the Federation because he was speaking against them. And he's been punted. A very lovely fellow and a very good coach called Gonzalo Casado, an Argentinian who spent most of his playing career in France, is now taken over. Now, they will still benefit from this system for a few more years because um, Stephen had a game for about six years. And and they are benefiting from that. And um, their captain, Michel Lamaro, who played number eight on Saturday, but is really a number seven, he's, a, he's an example of that system. Uh, Ange. Capuzzo, the fullback, who's a wonderful player, plays for Toulouse, is a product of that system. But you can see at the World Cup they lost their uh, their mojo. The, the political fighting really affected them, and they let in sixty or se- sorry seventy points against both New Zealand and um, and uh, uh, South Africa during the uh, France. I'm sorry during the World Cup. So th- they are they are really self defeating in what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, I've heard those conversations for the last 78 years. The guys in the Blazers usually say, ah, when you, when you sketch out the ideal scenario, <laughs> we'd, love, we'd all love that, you know. And Jesus, that'd be great. But life's not perfect. You know, you have to get on with and live in the real world. Yeah. So thank God for Johnny Sexton and our coach, of course. We're not living in the real world. We're living in the world that's good. Let me ask you, Matt, about one particular player that always catches my eye when I watch Ireland, that's Lowe. He really seems to be outstanding, yeah. low-key. He's rarely highlighted, but he hardly ever makes a mistake. He's a wonderful kicker, he anticipates things. He radiates intelligence, and indeed, he's a cool dude, it seems. Yeah, he he, he play, always plays with a smile on his face, James. He's a, uh, he, He's got a great story because... Andy Farrell uh, picked him a number of years ago and he had some defensive flaws. There's no no two ways about that. And he missed tackles. He got himself in a bad position on a number of occasions, particularly it was during COVID at the Aviva against France and um, he, he did make some errors and they dropped him 
And to Lowe's credit and Farrell's credit, Lowe went away and worked exceptionally hard at his game, and he is now a very, very good defender. Andy brought him back into the squad. And what James Lowe has, he's got great pace. He's quite a, a, a tall, athletic man. Um, he, he's, he's from New Zealand. He's, he's spent his time in, Austro- in uh, uh, Ireland uh, going through the period of time to be, be eligible to play for Ireland. But what he's got is this giant left boot that punts the ball prodigiously downfield uh, in in Marseille last Friday or Friday week ago. His yeah. kicking out of hand was was really extraordinary, really extraordinary. And again on uh, Sunday at the Aviva, he kicked beautifully out of hand. He also carried beautifully. He gets involved at the breakdown. He's a very strong man. Gets in and and, and hot, works hard and in the breakdowns gets turns over ball turns over a very crucial ball on Saturday. He he has really improved. You got man of the match now. Ireland produced that many yes. players. You could have gone to four or five other players. Hugo Keenan, a fullback, had a great game. Captain Caelan Doris, but yeah, he he's a quality player and plays like that every week. He, he's consistently good at Leinster and has been consistently very good since his return. Uh, in a green jersey, and it's a big, big reason for that number I gave you before. Ireland are playing so much of the game yeah. in the other team's half because of the boot of Lowe. He just once the ball comes into into Ireland's half, they give it to James Lowe, and he puts it on those rocket launches, and it ends up sixty meters down the field. The Irish defence is so well organised, and they're trapping their opposition twenty meters, twenty five meters from their own line. So he's crucial to this team. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, we won the Grand Slam last year. And just talked that we'll do it again this year, and that clearly appears to revolve around a game against England at Twickenham. But on Saturday, there were two other matches. Scotland lost to France narrowly 2018. England narrowly beat Wales 16-14. I saw Wales and Scotland the previous week play each other, and they were pretty awful. And England seem to have scrambled over the line. They only beat Italy by three points. So on the face of it, obviously Andy Farrell and his players won't be thinking like this. It is there for the taking. It almost seems inevitable that Ireland will do back-to-back Grand Slams, which I believe has never been done before since the Six Nations was created. I don't want to take you into that, but, well, if you want to go, put your crash helmet on. But the point I'm I'm trying to get to is there's a break this week there's no international rugby there's a break until the following week and then the game at Twickenham appears to be the one where we can establish and if you like prove our dominance and it'll be the biggest test that this young team this new young team without Johnny Sexton will have faced it it, it certainly will be I mean they've they've got so if you, the, the surprising thing about where we are, the, the Irish team at the moment, is they seem to be, from the first two rounds, considerably in front of all the other opposition. And France, there's two parts to this, France have deteriorated quite drastically and unexpectedly before our eyes. And they have not recovered from their defeat at the World Cup. So up until the World Cup, France won 18 straight games at home and they lost in Marseille. Uh, uh, sorry, lost to South Africa in the quarterfinal, then they lost in Marseille. And they seem to have lost uh, the emotional edge and their confidence. It's just, and I can't, I can't put a, there's not a technical uh, aspect or finger up because these guys have been, this same team has been magnificent for three years. But they they were they should have lost it at Murrayfield. Though in many ways, Scotland lost that game. What did you think of that? That was a very controversial moment at the end, at the very end of the game. Scotland thought they were over. The referee disallowed it. The officials, match officials, supported him, of course. But the television pictures were inconclusive. Yeah, it, it, uh, I mean there was there was there was a number of parts to that. So first thing is Scotland played well. They got up and right on half time. They had an opportunity. They got a penalty right in front at a scrum and they had the opportunity to take three points and they went for another scrum. The referee penalised them in the scrum. And I'm just there going, yep. boys, it's international rugby. It's at the 41-minute mark. Take your three points. That proved crucial. They also defended for in their in their 22 really poorly and they, they defended a four-point lead against France. Now, it's five points for a try. You can't defend yeah. a four-point lead. You've got to attack it. And they were kicking the ball away. They, they were sort of thinking, we've got them. And France were poor. France put in like 10 seconds or not even that, eight seconds of brilliance, scored a try and converted, four points up. And all of a sudden, Scott, with minutes to go, Scotland had to play. Now, 
referee Nick Berry, I'm not saying this because he's Australian, he actually had quite a good game, I felt. At the last play, he disallowed. He said, I think this, this was held up. Scotland went to score a try to win the game and initially said, I think it's held up. And what, what happens in rugby is he says, I say it's no try, and he goes to the video no. match official, the TMO, and says, "Can you? is there anything to override that? And to be fair to the match official, he, unless yes. he can prove that ball was put down over the line, he's got to support the referee. Now, you can see it was put down, but he couldn't prove it was put down over the line. I really felt for the officials because I thought it was a try. Everyone watching thought it was a try. I think the TMO thought it was a try, right. but he just couldn't prove it. And so they had to say no try. And that's, I, I don't, I don't believe justice was done, but they're the rules and the way they're set. And that's the way it panned out. Now, if we didn't have a TMO, it wouldn't have been a try because the, the referee would have just said, I think that's no try game over. So it, it probably is a, a little moot point, but the camera angles were just wrong. But the, the Scots again, Eamon, again here, Scotland should have won that game. They are just so inconsistent. Across the matches, they were inconsistent against Wales in the halves, and they were inconsistent in that second half again. They should have beaten a very, very ordinary France. Now, and and then if you go to Wales, England, uh, well, it was it was n- neither of these games. If you were just coming to rugby, you wouldn't go back again. They were, they were pretty ordinary affairs. Lot far too much kicking, far too much one-off running, very little creativity, but. That all of those four teams and the the Italians seem to be at a level below what the, on how the Irish are playing. The Irish attacking system is fantastic to watch. It's entertaining. It's creative. It's scoring tries, and and they they you know they're scoring tries at will almost. You know, uh, uh, ten tries in two matches. Like it's yes. just been fantastic to watch. Whereas the rest of the team seem to be struggling and have fallen into almost a negative mindset. The Scots are probably more positive, but their inconsistency takes them out of that. But right now, on the, on the evidence we see, we've got Wales at home that are a really young team, trying hard, but a really young team. I think Ireland will beat them by a considerable margin. And going to Twickenham, Ireland could go, I think, with a lot of confidence. That will be much harder. Bigger team playing uh, a, a different way. If it's a wet day, I think that gives a lot, takes a lot of the skill out of the Irish players. But a dry day at Twickenham, Ireland should really be feeling very, very confident. Okay, well, we look forward to that, Matt. And we're very grateful to you for joining us again today. Matt Williams knows his stuff, is part of the excellent Virgin Media team of analysts, and indeed their coverage overall is quite. Superb. And of course, he writes for the Irish Times, which itself has a fine lineup led by Jerry Thorny, my old friend. So we're very grateful to Matt Williams, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.